everyone. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another exciting episode of Our Take on Hollyoaks. This is the last episode that we're doing covering Hollyoaks as the show went on hiatus for a little bit. And we're not going to have any new episodes to talk about for a little bit, but that doesn't stop us. We've got a lot to dissect today, a lot to talk about, and a new podcast that one of our co-hosts decided to launch that I think you guys might be interested in. But before we get there, let's talk to them. And that's Ashley and Corian, two of the best people I've ever had the pleasure of podcasting with. How are you guys doing tonight? Mm, More kissing up. I like that. Yeah, <laughs> great. How are you? Doing great to well. be here, John. Great to be here. I miss you guys. Another exciting week. episode. Another exciting week. <laughs> Another phenomenal. Um, I'm out of words. All right, let's just dive right into it before I dig myself a bigger hole. So, biggest news that broke while we were gone is dealing with the whole state of the world really and that was the whole black lives matter movement um i think there's been a lot of discussion going around and most recently um hollywood star talia grant says that she feels like black people are treated as disposable on tv and all of this discussion all of this talk kind of led ultimately to a project that corian launched uh, recently, um, which is soap boxing with Corian. And before we kind of dive into some of these stories, I just kind of want to say, Corian, can you describe kind of your show to the listeners and what the first two episodes covered? Sure. Uh, yeah, I was definitely inspired by. I feel like there's just always been so many conversations on soap opera Twitter that will just turn into a thread or people fighting and arguing and like no real consensus or like no concise way for someone to get their point across and to be heard. And I think, you know, seeing the Black Lives Matter movement really explode these last few months and, you know, being front page news stories everywhere and then seeing actors that we know and producers and writers and everyone just kind of being affected by this. Um, I was just like, we should speak up about it. Like, why aren't we talking about this? Um, so I got together a group of, you know, of people that I know on soap opera Twitter who are black and have watched the shows for a long time, just to hear their commentary, hear what they think. You know, we talked about a lot of things that went on behind the scenes at these shows. We talked about a lot of things that we've seen on screen on these shows. And I, I think it was like a really cathartic moment because we kind of got to let loose some of like the the animosity that we felt for the genre for for treating black viewers and black actors and so on and so forth the way that they did. But um, we also really got to like express a lot of joy and talk about why the the genre means so much to us, you know. It was just a joy to listen to. Um, Ashley, you got to participate in it. Um, what what was your feelings on, I guess, the episode and the state of things? You know, the soap opera industry is, is a weird industry when it comes to, you know, media in general, because it is the only area of media or Hollywood that refuses to touch the subject. And because they refuse to touch the subject, so do soap opera outlets. They're like, mm, we're not touching it. We don't want to talk about it. No comment. We're not covering mm-hmm. it, period. 
So I feel like, you know, in order to, you know, talk about this amongst each other and to kind of explain to other people who are not black how we feel, we have to do it ourselves. So that's why I thought, you know, it was a fantastic idea when Corian mentioned it. I just was like, absolutely sign me up. Let's let's do it. Because if we're not going to talk about it, it's not going to be talked about. Because the only thing that you're going to get is, you know, CBS or NBC or whatever put out a blanketed statement that says, we agree. And that's it. But mind you, all of these soaps are now circling back to into you know rotation and they're all coming back with brand new episodes so it'll be interesting to see now that all of this conversation has happened over the past three months if anything will actually change on screen i'm not exactly hopeful, but i will i will i'll see i'll i'll keep a lookout and, let <laughs> and what i think super important especially to this podcast for us to say is while we're critical it's because we care right it's because we want to see them do better like we're hypercritical of politics in particular especially on this show but i can't tell you another show that has as much diversity and uses the characters as Hollyoaks, but that doesn't mean there's not problems right, right. and it doesn't mean that we, we that. negate or we don't talk about those problems because we are supporting the show it's we're critical and we're and analyzing it but we still support and we still love the show we still love the people that work on it and the people that produce it and write it and direct it we just want to see the change there right. as well and we want the dude i want hollywood to be the show that's the example yeah. and for a positive reason right and, and i and i think it's like particularly hard with the genre because the fans are so attached like soap opera fandom is probably one of the og stan fandoms out there you know what i mean the the way that people can make excuses for actors and characters behaviors and things like that it's it's and not saying that i don't do the same because i have done and i probably will do if i like a character so much but it's not but that's not necessarily like the best way to go about it like you have to really like be critical and think these things through and i think that's what really helped me really want to push through and do this podcast because speaking with trish and rodrigo and ryan and ashley um you know speaking with them gave me a lot of insights to other aspects of things and also helped me learn things that i didn't even know happened or that went down or the ways that people were treated um so it was very eye-opening and it, it made me kind of like reflect and i, I don't want to be a part of that same you know stan soap opera stan twitter kind of cog in the wheel you know what i mean i, I want to do something different so yeah. i think what i want to do when i you know going forward with further episodes of soapboxing um definitely you know going to keep race there and you know ready to talk about because I, this issue obviously isn't going to die anytime soon um but you know i, I there are going to be episodes coming up when we talk about you know the treatment of women in soap operas the treatment of gay people in soap operas all of these sort of things that you know people have always called out and talked about in their twitter threads but haven't really had the chance to fully speak their mind and their thoughts on these things so other people can have an actual insight into why we feel this way and why people think this way and why you know, this behavior or, or, or that behavior is probably not the best, is not the most conducive for all viewers. 
So I'm excited. I'm ready to hear a lot more opinions and, and talk with people and just get their ideas on things. And yeah, it's just like a, just like a fun way to kind of further dissect the crazy genre that is the soap opera genre. It's basically how I would describe soap opera. Yeah. And it, it applies to, I think what's cool is to the genre as a whole. So both U S and UK and internationally, it covers the entire genre and it's applicable all the way around. And I think it's yeah. awesome. So definitely if you have not checked out soapboxing with Corian, it's available wherever you're listening to this podcast, you can tune in and listen to that one. You won't hear my voice. So <laughs> I, I did sneak in on episode two because I'm sorry. Like, duh if i'm gonna be here i might as well make my <laughs> white voice heard but I have that to is the worst and that's why i was not allowed on either episode it's we're, we're trying to educate john too guys it's been how many this has been an almost five year long process oh my god it's been five years um Holy but we god. are we are working on it He's a work in progress, okay? Okay. But what's also a work in progress is Rishi Nair's wanting Sammy Malik's mother and brother back. Do you guys want to see the return of these characters? Who's his brother again? Um, what was his name? Uh, oh, God. Damn uh, it. Have you not just said that? I had his name. <laughs> And then I didn't pull up the article because I was like, no, nah, I'm not going to need it because uh, I know it. And then I didn't. Uh, damn, uh, I'm sorry, y'all. Uh, Azim. 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 <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, I would like it. Same. <laughs> I think, we I forgot you, I but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think what I liked about Azim is that like what Hollyoaks does well with their gay characters is that their gay characters are never the same. Mm-hmm. You know, you 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 often on television shows get a stereotypical gay who is like, who is fabulous, who loves this, and who you know loves sparkles and and wears dresses sometimes. You know, like we have that with Scott, mm-hmm. but then we also have Mitchell, who's like the serious doctor and like the new baby gay, and then we have Steve, who is the train wreck gay, and we have, you know, we John had Paul. Harry, who was the the prostitute gay. We had. John Paul, who's the boring gay, you know, you have and the then pretty gay have a zine, right? And then you have a zine who's like, who's like somewhere in the, like somewhere in the middle. Like he was definitely flamboyant, but he was a lot more mature and like knew himself a lot more than the other crazy gays that are in the village. You know what I mean? So I would love to see him back. I don't. Did we ever meet Sammy's mom? We did for the wedding, right? Yeah. yeah oh, very right. Brief. Right, 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 right. Yeah, the wedding that never happened, mind you. But it whatever. Um, yeah. So I like Azim as far as, you know, a character is concerned. Obviously, I'm a little bit concerned about the last time we saw Azim. He was with Stee. Uh, mm-hmm. They kind of hinted that maybe one day down the line they would, you know. Reunite. Exactly. And I'm not sure how I feel about that. The, <laughs> the biggest thing for me with, with, with his return is kind of along the same lines that Corian talked about earlier about making excuses for your favorite characters. Seeing Azim again is going to remind me that I did not speak up enough about that storyline with him and Mitchell. And I should have. I should have been like, yo, this is fucking wrong. I don't want to see this. This is bullshit. I don't like, I don't agree with this. I don't condone this. This is terrible. But I love Mitchell so much. So I was like, yeah, it's bad, but 
you know, he just doesn't know who he is. And that storyline was fucking, I know it only lasted like a couple, didn't last long, but it it, it was, was not good. good. Like, I'm so happy that Hollywood that Mitchell assaulted him, right? Yeah. Yes. And I'm so happy Hollywood's just taking a break because it's allowing me time to move past that, I guess. Because honestly, it destroyed my impression of Mitchell. Exactly. Like, it and ruined I, him for that, me. Because yeah, you I were upset. Oh, I, I should have been as upset, but I, should, like I couldn't do it. I just love him so much. But yeah, so having a zine back, I I just don't want them to remind the audience that that happened, honestly. Just don't we have don't, Mitchell hook up with them. They'll be okay. Yeah, we, we don't have to revisit that. That's fine. Let's just act like it didn't happen. Acid trip. <laughs> okay. So something else that came out over our uh, hiatus is we did find out that we will not be seeing my girl Stephanie Davis back um, as the actress decided to just focus on herself and some other projects and has officially left the show. So we wish her the best. Fucking tragic. But I get, I get it. it. We understand. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> I think, right? Like, I understand. But, like, I'm it's sad. But... It's really sad because this is just like, this was the best that Sinead's ever, ever. been. Yeah. And she it was like such a like it was such a great redemption story for her but for for Sinead, but like also for for stephanie because like she stephanie. really she really really fought hard to get back and you know we we've seen her she's had public struggles afterwards like you know she's had some issues but she's really like i just i i, I just feel like this is probably just like a huge boost of confidence for her and I, which i think is a great thing because now she really feels like she can go on and do yeah bigger mm-hmm. things and i think that's awesome but like damn i'm gonna miss her like when she left the first time bye like don't let the door hit you on the way out i was happy with it i was so just see ya we lost an actress and it hurts like i'm really upset because i could see so many potential storylines for her and i just wish her the best i hope she gets to do whatever her heart desires because I don't know if gonna get... be acting again, um, but I, I think we'll, we'll, we'll see her again in some form or fashion. I hope because I really need Verity versus Shanae oh in some capacity <laughs> because that was just the, the writing on the wall for that was just going to be incredible. It was just going to be fire. Dude. Like two hot redheads fighting over this for equally weeks. hot man. Even if it's just like a couple of weeks, like I'm okay with that. Just have her come in, like ruin Verity's relationship and then leave. Same. I think, and I think that's probably one of the best things about UK soaps is like those things can happen. Like, even though, you know, we're sad to be losing Stephanie right now, like a lot of times, you know, not obviously, I don't know her personal situation, but like you see these things a lot with like UK soap stars. And they're like, oh, I just like, I'm done with the show. I need a break. And then they're back in a year. You know, so like anything could actually happen. So I hope we see her sooner rather than later again. So the last big thing of news is after the last episode, we got a trailer, guys. Like, who does that? Who runs out of shit and then still puts out a trailer? I can't. It wasn't just like a little trailer. 
it was literally so good everything yeah 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 yeah. so ashley what was your i guess first impressions favorite thing what what did what what you love about this trailer well my favorite thing obviously is everything Devereaux. um I like that the cliffhanger of the show basically was the Devereaux uh, wedding or whatever. And then the trailer focused very heavily on that because I think that's probably the what they have. What they filmed. filmed. Yeah, yeah, they could have gave us that episode. <laughs> I know they have it. It could have been a one-hander. Like, it could have just been like that one episode where it's just focused on the wedding. But right. it's fine. I have something to look forward to. I'm not complaining. Um, so that was definitely my favorite part. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit I'm excited to see it because I'm still a little bit confused about where exactly Toby and Celeste fall. That's because at first, at first it was like Celeste was all about it. Let's ruin their goddamn lives. And Toby was like, mm, but I kind of like them. And now they've switched. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, Celeste is like, hey, my brother's getting married. Yay. You don't really care, do you? No, no, I don't. I don't. I don't care. And you can tell where she does. Yeah. And Toby's like, nah, <laughs> the hell with this. I want to ruin their lives. So it's a little interesting to see that. Now, obviously, I wasn't a big fan of the whole, you know, let's out him to hurt him because I still don't understand why they're so mad at Mitchell. Like, Mitchell. Yeah, he's literally in the He did nothing. He was also abandoned by Martin. Like, I don't understand why y'all hate him so much. Right. All it's three right. of them were babies. He could have he come after y'all. Exactly. If anything, y'all need to team up and go after him. Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't get it. So I am excited about that. I'm interested in... Um... um I'm... So two characters who I do not like individually, Perry and um Juliet. Juliet. Together though, I'm excited to see this. I don't know why. They just kind of look cute together. I don't know. They I just, do. I, I really am interested in that. Not necessarily the drug dealer storyline, whatever. We'll get to that. But the actual pairing of these two, take yeah. two characters you hate and put them together and boom, magic. Who knew? I don't know. So I'm excited about that. Everything else we'll talk about. <laughs> what was your uh, first impressions? Uh, probably the most, mostly the same as Ashley. Um, I think what really hooked me though is just like Toby and Celeste's reaction to something that they did bad at the wedding. Yes. And. I don't know what that could be. There are people speculating this might lead to Lisa's death. Oh, God. Um, oh, man. I didn't think about that. I didn't think about that at first either until someone brought it up. Yeah. Um, it's hot. I also, it's I also feel yeah. like they, like it could also lead to like Walter getting hurt. Cause like I feel like the only, like I, I don't know why they would hurt Lisa, but I could see why they would hurt Walter. Yeah. But you're right. It could be an. You never know. But I feel that's what that was the feeling that I was getting after. You know, it it's been in my mind since someone brought it up. Um, but like even so, it's still going to be in, like really intriguing and fun to watch because like what happens next? Like where where do we go from here? Like obviously Toby is this ticking time bomb, so something's going to happen. Um, and then definitely Juliet and Perry was great. I think I think what I like about Juliet and Perry is that Juliet's just so horny for her. (laughs) 
You know what I mean? And I feel like you don't see that in, in like, in lesbian stories on soaps. Because, like, you always kind of just see them just, like, falling in love and just, like, making googly eyes. And, like, a lot of times, yeah. you know, in shows that we used to watch, they don't even get sex scenes. But Juliet is, Juliet is trying to get it in. She wants to scissor really bad. Yeah, she's, like, <laughs> oh my Juliet God. is horny and i like, love she, that like, stroking her hair and just i was like oh my god yes. like, what the hell <laughs> i love it i love it and like i also just love seeing i feel like it just like opens up a new side of juliet too because like she gets so like genuinely happy mm-hmm. being around period like you don't see that a lot with her like you'll see her like be happy and then she'll obviously flip her switch and go crazy but like yeah. i really like seeing her be excited about something so that I'm definitely looking forward to. I think those are like two of the really big highlights in that trailer, for sure. I think the only other thing of note that I kind of liked was John Paul and PC Kiss. Oh uh, yeah. I do. Well, yes, like... but no. Here's what's gonna, it's not going to be good because it's going to be another James entanglement. Exactly. Yeah. John Paul and James don't work. They don't work. They're so. But. I... Oh, you know what someone brought up on Twitter too? Because I was reading through Hollywood's Twitter comments. Imagine James and PC Kiss. Oh. Oh. Who would be the mm. top of that? Never mind. Never mind. Don't. It don't matter. <laughs> switch. All I that know is like, like the bad seedy lawyer dating a cop. Mm, yeah. Ooh. That would be hot. It's just, yeah. it's literally John Paul. He's the problem. I'm sorry. I, told I don't like him. Like, I he, like him as, like, this cute little stand-in. Like, he's just in the background, and he has a little, <laughs> a couple little lines here and there. But you build a storyline around him, and I'm falling asleep. Like, every time. It's like NyQuil. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I only like him as just, like, the straight man for the McQueens. That's it. The, the gay straight man it's fine yeah exactly oh, like to uh, to be have him be in a house full of these crazy women and him being the only one being normal like that's the only thing i need jump yeah, and he had a couple of little funny scenes where he's like you know in teacher mode and he's you know going up against you know the the students or whatever those are cute little scenes but once you started putting him in like romantic situations i do like how like enamored he is with same like he just stares at him and I understandable I get that right it feels like us I feel like I'm John Paul in those moments yes. like, I'd be like I can't if I was him I'd be like I cannot believe this is my man exactly starts <laughs> talking and I'm just like fuck <laughs> god damn go away mm-hmm. oh, I don't know I do like his scenes with with Sally and Matthew Jesus though oh yeah Matthew Hastings is funny. He's a little scammer already, just like, like every McQueen baby. So, Ashley, when you started watching Olives, it was the Break the Silence story with our Ollie and Brody. And it looks like that story is being revisited oh, yeah. with Buster's <laughs> return. Yeah. <sighs> Are you ready to be emotionally drained during these scenes? I am, and I'm glad they actually circled back to that because it, it did feel like it was something that was just kind of hanging out there. And I, I, the storyline, for the most part, did get a resolution. But mm-hmm. 
it didn't get a resolution for everybody like and they just mm-hmm. kind of let it go like okay he's gone to jail but he didn't go to jail for everything that he did and i don't think that brody ever got his opportunity to state that so yeah. they're going back to that i'm i'm perfectly you know fine with i'm glad buster's not staying around or getting out early like they he would be out of jail by now and he would be (laughs) married to somebody new by next week yeah (laughs) just keep his ass in jail and and have uh brody have his moment and move on yeah yeah i I agree i I feel like they did drop the ball with that one but i'm glad it's well that felt kind of realistic I guess in a way, you know, not every that. victim gets their, you know, time their to pleasure yeah. and their justice. And they need to show that. And now that so much time has passed, we can put a little bit of closure on that and move forward. It's crazy that so much time has passed already. I know. And had they not actually had I not known that that's where they were going, I would have looked at those last couple of episodes where he was so interested in uh, mm. the abuse or whatever. As like, why do you care? Like, I, under, I understand why you care because of Warren, but why do you care what the hell happened to Felix? Like, I'm not. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh well, wait, yeah, I get it. Now. Yeah. And Sienna told him she was like, yeah, you, <laughs> you gotta, you gotta <laughs> talk to somebody. Uh-huh. <laughs> get that shoulder, please. <laughs> so, Corian, is there any positives to the Edward drugging Tony? Thank you with so much for not coming to me first. Testosterone. <laughs> Like, I think I I need I need a positive. Other than that, I, maybe the acting, maybe I don't I know. I think the positive is probably coming from the testosterone test that Tony takes when he's going to test. You know, very highly positive for those pills that he's taking. I think that's the only positive that I see for the story for me. Right Tony now. Nick Picard <laughs> plays that so animated. Like you could tell he's having fun at least doing it. But like. It's not like it's cheesy. I, it's awful. I get it. I get what they were going for, and I appreciate the the old cheesy soap kind of story. But I'm tired of looking at Edward. I'm tired of listening to Edward. He's like he's just not. Someone needs to find out. Like it's it, he's gotten way too many like close calls and, and yeah, like there's no way he's flying under everyone's radar. Let me tell you something. If this motherfucker pulls out that goddamn cello one more goddamn time, <laughs> I'm gonna beat him upside the fucking head with it. I hate him. I hate the cello. I hate this whole fucking storyline. <laughs> like, there's so many storylines on the US soap. So I'm like, okay, y'all been gone for three months. When you come back, immediately end this shit right here. And this is the shit right here over in the UK. This needs to stop. <laughs> and I have hated this storyline since the inception because I felt like it was piling on. It was too much after. A, a huge storyline that we didn't always like to begin with. We didn't oh, always right, like the Breida storyline. Right. So they went from the Breida storyline to this bullshit immediately. Like, leave Tony, Tony literally, alone. He was trapped in that pig farm literally last year. Oh, and he's still, going, he's still going through this shit. Like, this is just too much. I, I guess I can understand what, what they were going for, but I still, under no circumstances, do I understand what the hell is so great about Diane? I don't see it. I don't hey, see it. <laughs> you never, just because you didn't see it doesn't mean it's not good. So you know she, maybe she got something something else going on that we don't she know does about. The oh, please. Um, All he has to do is pop a Cialis and you have the same thing with any other broad. Oh my God. God. 
I'm so sick of him. And the fact that Verity is keeping her mouth shut for no reason whatsoever is a little weird, too. I don't get it. I just don't get it. Well, Yeah, this has to be retooled when they come back. It has to be. Because I'm sure they also expected this to go on forever. Because this is supposed to lead up to their big grand 25th anniversary. Because, you know, Tony is the only original character on the show or an actor right now. So, like, I know that that's what they wanted to do, but this is like, they missed like how many months of story. So, like, y'all got to really speed this shit along and end it. They can come back and, and, um, what's his name, be dead and I'd be fine with it. Same. When is the wedding (laughs) supposed to be in like May? Didn't we see like that on a fly or something? So, we're losing like three four months of story wow that's so wild and we still got to get to the flash forward point so they're yo that's what they need to be focusing on if they would cut everything else and focus on that please. honestly i feel like that's probably what's going to help them more than any other show is that they already kind of know where they wanted their show to be next year these other shows are like oh shit what are we gonna do but like they already knew that they want their characters to be at this point in 2021 so now they just have to figure out exactly how to get there faster well the only other story in there is the county lines and i'm just gonna say i'm i don't know how i feel about this anymore because i'm engaged but maybe not engaged i don't know because Mm. uh sid's treatment of um Oh, sorry, Jordan's treatment. Jordan's treatment of Sid, yeah. Broke my heart. But also, I love the relationship. And Same. I love Sid now. Like when he was just begging Sally to give him another chance and just oh, like, broke my heart. Miss, I want to do better. I want to do better. I want to do more. Please, Miss. Like, holy crap. But yeah. at the same time, we have Juliet wanting to be this little kingpin. We have the manipulation of Charlie. We have a little what's her face? Ella about to be involved. Oh, this poor <laughs> dummy. <laughs> was Leah, okay, wait. Was Leah involved or did we just fanfic that? Uh, not yet, but I'm sure she will be. Like, she has to be. So. Yeah. Gonna, <laughs> Leah's going to be the boss. She's going to she take the yeah. show over. But it's just, it's a mess. But I'm also wanting to see more, I think. Same. I'm like, I'm like on, I'm not, not even on the, I'm like close to the fence. I'm not even on the fence about it. Like I'm close to the fence, but like <laughs> I'm enjoying, I'm, I, there's so many aspects of it that I do enjoy. Yeah. Like, like you said, like I, even though I don't like Jordan, I do love that dynamic between Jordan and Sid because it's like Sid looked up to Jordan so much. And now he's like really realizing that this guy that he idolized isn't who he thought he was, just like he, just like his dad. So like Sid is having this like huge mm-hmm. kind of like character personality upheaval, you know, and becoming like this really good character. But then like Jordan is like, he's not fun to watch because like he's so fucking mean to Sid and like he's so nasty. And then like now there's Leela and Perry involved with him and I don't care about that. But, like, everything yeah. else, I do kind of like that branches off from it. Like, I love Juliet coming into her sexuality and feeling confident enough that she thinks she can be a drug lord and, you know, all of these things. <laughs> like, I like those aspects. Oh, Griselda it's... Blanco. That's funny. <laughs> right? I guess. It's going gonna, it's gonna to break my heart, though, when Charlie gets involved because, oh, my God. They need to leave that poor boy alone. So- 
that might be the part that I don't like. So I do, this storyline has actually uh, sold me on Sid because for the longest I was like, eh, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Sid now. And it was because of those, those scenes where he was, you know, begging to be given another chance because all he wants to do is show everybody that he can be, you know, a good kid. So I did like, I, I do like Sid now. Juliet in this storyline isn't as annoying as she's been in previous storylines. Mm-hmm. I'm leaving it at that. Uh, <laughs> Jordan can die uh, violently. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, however, I will admit that I do find him and Leela to be sexy. I, I do kind of like their dynamic. I don't care about the storyline. I don't care that he's in a love triangle with a mother and a daughter. Don't care about that. But when, yeah. they, when they get going, I'm like, oh, okay. I don't mind it. There um, is something that is sexy about Leela and Jordan. You're right. Yeah. I think it's just because, like, it's kind of like a Stella got her groove back kind of thing. It's like yeah, yeah. this mom who's, like, only been working and taking care of kids for so long, and now she's, like, she could finally get her back broke by someone exactly. younger. And, like, and that is kind of fun and sexy. And I can tell that she's more into it because of that, and he's, like, really, really into her, which will likely be her goddamn, his downfall, hopefully. Oh, yeah. Um, but the Charlie thing, I, maybe it's because I don't like Charlie, but at all, no, <laughs> not even a little bit. No sympathy. No, no, I don't like him at all. I just can't understand why he's so goddamn angry about everything. I understand I wasn't watching his backstory. I know there's a lot of shit that happened, but as far as like his anger started when um uh oh gosh uh the darren yeah darren and what's the name slept together Uh, no nancy nancy when those two slept together that's when he was like how dare you i'm like what the hell go be somewhere go be a child some goddamn where is that a grown folks business like i couldn't understand that and ever since then he's just been angry about everything if this would have started if his anger and his animosity and his rebelling and all that shit would have started with kyle's death i would have been okay with it but this shit started just out of the blue for no reason for me. And I'm just like, get out of my face. So him turning into, you know, being a drug dealer is like, uh, okay, whatever. It's like spoiled white rich kid who has nothing else to do. And oh my God, my life is so terrible. And I have to sell drugs because no one will buy me a P- PS4. And oh God. shut up like i don't like him he has no reason like he's been given everything like he's fine do you know why he's been given everything because his mom was murdered in prison (laughs) what did she do to go to prison Uh, had sex with an underage boy and got pregnant exactly exactly (laughs) shouldn't have been out (laughs) here's the thing ashley you've said you haven't seen like his backstory or whatever but like realistically since he's been like a, a teenager or a character you've seen it and that's i think my problem with it too is like they haven't built him up enough prior to this for me to connect to it in the way that i feel like they want me to already mm-hmm. because i i feel that too it's like oh you don't get a ps4 so now you're gonna deal drugs <laughs> it's just so cool. it's so uh, suburban that's also also what suburban kids do Uh, weird because i feel it i feel the connection like i'm i'm very i'm very 
upset that this is happening to him. Like, I feel for him. But what's happening to him? I don't understand. Other than- He's getting roped into a drug ring. His stepdad least- that he liked just died. Other than-, other than Kyle. I understand the Kyle thing. But even before that, it isn't like they played up Kyle's relationship with him that much. Mm-hmm. I remember two scenes where they were, like, connecting. Other than that, Kyle was just around. Like yes. I can understand, but I can I can still understand why he's upset about that. I'm talking about everything before that. It's been like a weird buildup that's only lasted a couple of months and it hasn't been based on anything substantial for me. Well, Darren had a whole affair with Mandy. I know, but it was like they didn't even address his feelings about that until he slept with Nancy again. And I'm like, well, where the hell was this for? You know, a year ago, if they would have been building this up from jump, I wouldn't have a problem with it. But I swear to goodness that affair came out we didn't even see the kids for a while (laughs) i feel like we did because remember like when charlie first started going over to mandy's house like he didn't want to talk to any of them like he was there was definitely i feel like there was definitely something it wasn't big moment there were definitely not big moments okay but like yeah you wouldn't you wouldn't be able unless you were like unless like you like look back and like really think about it like you probably would miss it like they didn't make it like big character moments i don't know why they did it that way maybe it wasn't maybe it was like a story decision maybe they wanted people to like slowly take notice but like maybe they just pulled back too much but i feel i feel like i saw like a, a good I amount like of I've his seen, journey i've seen I feel like i've seen more of dumb uh oh god what's her name i always forget that little baby's name the one that's about to be roped in mandy's daughter uh, oh ella yeah, I feel like I've seen more of Ella's little story than because at least Darren, like, she's got more scenes with Darren, like knocking her down for her to go deal drugs. But I don't, I don't feel like I've seen maybe, enough of Charlie. Maybe it's just because I hate kids. That could you be do it. hate kids. <laughs> I think that's it. You, I, I think, think, that, I think we found the answer. <laughs> I hate kids. Yeah, I hate giving them storylines. They shouldn't be talking. They should be sent off to boarding school and not to be seen again until they're twenty three. <laughs> Uh, we allow them back a little bit earlier. Yeah. I'm okay with 16. Yeah. But that's about it. Okay. <laughs> well, so <laughs> we covered a lot there. So there's not a whole lot more in the actual episodes to dissect, but let's let's dive into a little bit more. Warren Sienna and Brody. I need Warren Sienna to hook up again. I don't know, man. Because the chemistry. I don't know, man. Why, Corian? I honestly don't think I've ever been more on the fence with like, uh, like a like a a, a love triangle. Can we just I'd, do a triple? I would be fine with that. I would be totally fine with that oh. because I cannot choose. I can't choose. I love Brianna so much and then for so many different reasons i love warrena so much and it's like i don't know how the writers are going to choose i don't know like it's there's just so much happening and then and then on top of that now we have liberty who still has a crush on brody but now (laughs) now damon has a crush on liberty and so it's just like where are these characters gonna go next i just they're all pretty they're all they're all just attractive people and I just need it. But what I fear is happening is we're seeing Sienna manipulate the situation until that baby's born. Then I think she's gonna take that baby and then hook up with Warren and just be evil. Yeah, while. I could see that happening like that, too. I see, I feel like she's just biding her time. 
until she kidnapped that baby. I just can't imagine that Sienna is like this okay this fast with everything that happened, right? Like she was spying on them through a dollhouse. (laughs) She's not (laughs) she's not happy yet. She literally hacked their entire like apartment. Like she's not happy yet. Ashley, you obviously never saw Warren and Sienna as a couple. Yeah. But would you want to see it? Um, because you like your Brianna. I like my Brianna so much. I love them. Here's the thing: I I realized while I was watching this and while I was live tweeting a couple of times that maybe I'm I still look at the show sometimes from the U.S. viewer scope. So as I'm looking at it, I can see what a U.S. soap would do with it, yeah. and they would basically, you know. This whole thing would be Liberty decides to keep the baby. She takes Brody away from Sienna. Sienna hooks up with Warren. They both declare war on them for some reason. I don't know. Like, I just see that <laughs> happening. But I realize now that Hollyoaks doesn't do that, the shit that I expect them to do. Mm-hmm. So it is a very good possibility that Liberty is actually going to give up this child to them. And they just raise the child, you know, as I'm Aunt Liberty, I'm not really your mom. It is possible. I don't see that happening, but whatever. As far as, um, I mean, I like Sienna so much that I can pretty much tolerate her with anybody. Honestly, but... same. <laughs> Honestly. Like, Sienna, Sienna is the common denominator. Like, anything that gives me more Sienna, I'm fine. Even when she had that awful cancer story, I was like, this is my girl. Uh, it's, um, she's just so good that there were part, there were moments where her and Lori were even hot to me. I was like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. No, no. That's why they live together now. <laughs> so, oh yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I'll I guess I'll deal with it. I am more interested in seeing what Liberty and um why can't I remember names today? <laughs> Liberty and uh Damon. Damon, I'm more interested to see what that would look like first. They're so cute. I think they're cute, and they have a similar IQ. So. <laughs> Let's just get Maxine out of that orbit, though. Let's get Let's Maxine off the show. We saw Maxine twice in like three months. I'm not. I'm much. not going to give too much. Oh my god, <laughs> I'm not going to give her too much now. But I, I, I'm, in, I'm interested in seeing it how seeing how it goes. But my heart is still with Brianna. It's it's going to be with Brianna until they tell me it, it can't be. Like I just love them. So Actually, funny. but listen, listen. The thing about Warren and Sienna is that they just have this fire. It's so it's so different. It's so they're so sexy. Like the I always I always the way that I always describe them is just like they're just they're literally ride or die for each other. Which is why they've been trying to kill each other for so long. But now that they're back friends again, they'll ride each other. <laughs> see, but- I, would, I would love to see that aspect of it. But I also kind of look at them now as though they've been kind of domesticated with the kids. And I feel like them getting back together, it'll just be like a little, like a PG-13 version of Brianna. Like there's still there's still a little fire there, but there's still parents to some toddlers, and one of them's always dying of cancer or something. I don't know. Uh, but they also are murderers. I know, but are they <laughs> do that though? I feel like I need to go back and watch the original storylines with them because yeah, they now buried, just... they buried a body together. Oh, that's love. Yeah. <laughs> 
Sienna was like, wait, you put this dead body in the attic? Oh my God, let me help you out. Come on, let's go. <laughs> like, that's like, that, those scenes really solidified Warren and Sienna for me. Because I was like, who else would do this with Sienna? Everyone else would be like, uh, Sienna, we gotta go to the cops. And then she would wind up like chaining them to somewhere in someone's basement. But like, Warren was like, okay, I need your help. I know you're a crazy criminal mastermind. Like, help a brother out. And she did. Hmm. But, like, also, I want Sienna to be cuddly and cute and happy and sane. God. I this is honestly more crazy, Sienna. I just want to see She's her fine. crazy towards anybody other than Brody. But I also, <laughs> I was not a fan of how easily she forgave them for that either. I was just like, what? That's <laughs> why I don't think she really did. I hope that would be a great twist. <sighs> It's classic like Sienna, too. It's, Sienna plays the long game all the time. Uh -huh. Nothing about anything that Sienna does is short-sighted. Mm. Which I feel is like <laughs> what probably <clears throat> what probably like makes people so terrified of her. Because <laughs> she's just always playing the long game. Like that time she pretended to be pregnant. She was going for it. <laughs> she was going to rock that fake stomach as long as possible god such good scenes so good is there like a sienna like compilation video on the hollyoaks channel i hope they have one for like like wildest moments sly sienna we'd be okay if they added that during this yeah, we, have to we have to share that to ashley Just when that's me well let's talk about some black excellence and discuss the devros before you wrap up here real quick Warren has obviously got his thing going with Felix, but Felix is over here, got himself in a love triangle. No, you don't. Martine and Lisa. And uh, it's not a love triangle. He what, loves what? Martine only. <laughs> what? what are you saying? He doesn't love him some Lisa? No. He loves him some Lisa, yes. No. Just a certain bother to her. Exactly. <laughs> Because uh, Martin won't give it up right now. No. And good for her. But that scene that they had, y'all know the scene. The scene where they just like kind of reconnected and it it was just they have this kind yeah. of magic. Like we told we see actually me and John told you that when this man gets on this show, he is gonna be he's gonna pull something out of people. And I feel like he does that every single time. Like, he's, like, the way he can switch from, like, humor to, like, being serious again. Like, it's not as, like, cartoony as when Darren does it. And that's fine, because that's Darren's personality. But, like, this just, like, I don't know. There's just something about his Richard Blackwood scenes that just, like, really just, like, get me. And I just love, I love seeing those moments of the two of them reconnecting again. And yeah. even though they're trying to keep it on the hush... They're in love. They're so in love. You know what's funny about Lisa is that she's very much like me <laughs> in the way that she views men. Like, we have a similar view of men. <laughs> like, y'all are really only good for two things, and one of them is attached to you. So, it's just, I understand it. I listen, it's true. Uh, I understand it, but at the same time as I'm watching it, I'm still like, I wish she would love herself more than do this, because I know that she's not, she's not doing this from a place of genuine 
like interest. I think she sees him as something to play with, but I also think that she sees him as something to literally use to get back at Martine for the shit that she said. Because yeah. I feel like Lisa takes words very harshly. So that whole you're not even a part of this family thing, I think she's still holding on to that, and that's why she's doing this. Um, I don't particular. I mean, they're kind of hot together, but obviously, I don't really like them together. Yeah. But I don't think I like Felix with um Martine. Martine, really? I listen. Hold on, let me guess. You want him with Grace? No, mm-hmm. no, uh, no. Uh, uh. no. It's not that. Is I I would be fine with him with Martine. It's just for me. I hold a grudge for a while. And it would take a lot for me to forgive that shit. <laughs> it would take more than him batting his eyelashes at but me. he got pretty he eyes. my motherfucking kids. Yeah, he really <laughs> so did. crazy doctor. Like, I just, like, can you make him work for it a little bit more? It just seems like he came to town and everybody's fawning all over him, even though he's a terrible fucking person. He's still you know a what? terrible fucking person. I, you know what I think it is, though? I think it's just that, like, Here's my here's my rationale. Here's how I would probably think about it if I was in that situation. Like, so much of the awful shit that we heard about him was so greatly exaggerated, and so many mm. of the people who put that shit into your ear played a part in making him do the shit that he did. Yeah. So it's like, yes, what he did was fucked up, but like, how much can we actually blame him? And like now, like. Martine, now she finally fucking feels like she has a like a valid reason for yeah, her yeah. animas her animosity for her dad. Like mm-hmm. all this time, like she's been told that like she's just like the bad mother or like the bad child and like didn't listen. But like, no, dad, you helped this man sell my babies. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like this was all like you played a part in all of this and you kept it secret. Like you played a huge part in this entire thing. While made me feel like I was the main vi- the main villain. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like that's maybe like I think if I was in her shoes, I would probably feel that way because it would just be like where like everything is completely different than I thought it was for the last what? How old are the, tw- the triplets now? Twenty six. Yeah. Like for the last twenty six years, like mm-hmm. everything I thought about you, who I used to be in love with, and then I had to hate, and then now what am I supposed to think when like? you're not as guilty as I thought you were. Yeah. Because that, that like, I can't be, imagine yeah. how crazy that must feel in your head. But see, another part of it for me is that other than Toby beating his ass, they've kind of neglected the fact that uh, Toby and Celeste should be very angry at him. Yeah. It's like they, took their, they took their anger and they geared it towards Mitchell. Every it, time. It was it was Martine at first, and then it switched over to Walter for like a day, and then it switched over to Felix for like two days, and now it's been it's been Mitchell for like the past couple of months. Not just I'm like, can we focus back on Felix? Like, right. I just feel like he's getting off easy on some things. I see that. I can see that. I can but definitely I like see him. that. I like him. I don't blame Lisa for wanting to sit on his face because I would Me like Me neither. He's just so, he's very good looking, very charismatic. <laughs> <sighs> I really like that man. But no, I, I, I absolutely see what you're saying. But I can only imagine this is just the start. I really love that, that they went there, though, with the, the group home story. 
Because like yeah. they could have very easily just been like, oh, like I don't know why he was just picking on me. He was like, no, it was because I was black. I was black. Yep, I was the <laughs> only black kid there. Do you remember Warren? I know you want to hit me right now, but I was the only black child there, mm-hmm. and I was bullied by the by you know abused by this man. Yeah, I was like, that. Me neither. I didn't. I thought they were just gonna kind of gloss it over and just be like, yeah, like he just picked on me for for no reason or whatever. But nope. I am. I think that was definitely a very intriguing aspect because. Like, they, when he came in, he kind of felt like a villain, and then, like, they kind of veered back away from that, and then it felt like they are making him bad again, but then, like, now I feel like they're just making him, I feel like, like, a good more. in-between. Yeah, like, I, I feel like, like a good in-between. Like, he's still gonna do bad shit, absolutely. Yeah. Like, when he fucking stole that pink Jeep. But, <laughs> but then yeah, he's like, gonna oh. smile, and we're gonna forgive him. Right. Like, I, I think that's what's going to happen. Because that's what Warren does. Warren kills people, goes on the run for a year, and then comes back. And everyone's like, okay, I guess you could come back. Like, I've done worse than they have. <laughs> and somehow the cops are never, they're always like, yeah, whatever. They always find such unique ways to get them all, don't they? Always. These people, so many of the people in this village should be in prison for most of their lives. <laughs> None of them have been in prison for like more than a year. But it's always like legit reasons. It'll be like, oh well, actually there was right, or like there was no the the security camera batteries weren't on, and like they'll show a scene and like you can see like the camera that isn't on or something. Like it's always like something that they actually think about doing, and they you know show it down the line. I always love that. It's super smart. Okay, is there anything else we need to cover before you wrap up? Yes, you said black excellence, and no one talked about Goldie's new hair. Oh my god. Okay. For the first time in almost four years, Goldie has a new hair. This is the moment. I didn't think I was allowed oh. to talk about that. Other than her riding the bike into the, the river, uh, <laughs> why didn't they address it in dialogue? Or did they, and I just tuned it out? They did, and you tuned it out. Because she, cha- uh. she changed her hair because she was going to an event with Joel, and she didn't feel like she looked posh enough uh, and, and so in the new weave she chose what? <laughs> yes that was some diana ross shit i don't know about that <laughs> yes i wonder yeah, if she's yeah. gonna have a new weave when she comes back from lockdown i think she will i think i think from what i saw at least at the didn't they show pictures of her at the wedding or am i bugging well out? the wedding was filmed before lockdown oh sure sure, sure. you're right you're right that's already we're, done. we're gonna have yeah so we're gonna have new I hope so. I like it. It cut like she's obviously the character that's a cartoon because like ev- every soap opera has a character like that. UK, US soaps they always have the one like cartoony character. But I like that they actually are making her at least look like a person if they're not gonna make her act like a person. Because <laughs> like that's something that my that my old roommate always said when I would ever I would be watching Hollyoaks in like the living room, and then he would walk by and he'd be like, "That girl looks like a cartoon character on a show full of real people." And I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> he was like, "It looks like Who Framed Roger Rabbit." <laughs> oh my god! Yes. Because like they do like she'll have the crazy bright red hair and then she'll have like a patchwork fur jacket and like thigh high pink boots and like so much color and craziness. So it's nice that they toned it down a little but still made it still made it Goldie McQueen. Well the Hollyoaks did put out a video recently with uh 
the actress who plays Grace doing her own hair and makeup. So I'm assuming everybody has to do that now because of the whole COVID thing. Oh, yes, you're right. I did see that. But I was just like, oh, she's doing, okay, all right. Well, does she get paid extra to do her own (laughs) Whatever. That's the business person to me. I'm like, okay, you want me to do all this? Where's my extra check? Right, exactly. Is this overtime? All right, please, let's let's break it down. Um, I want Ashley to be my agent. Listen, man. Ashley would be a good agent. You'd be paid. Uh, we get you some sponsorships. We get you some brand deals. You might have to show frontal a couple times, but that's, that's fine. Okay. That's yeah, okay. Jonathan, where are the brand deals at for Arte Hollyoaks? Why <laughs> we we could have been on a flight before lockdown. It would have been over there quarantining <laughs> on set with them. That'd be great. <laughs> but I hope I I think honestly though, if if they do all come back and they're all doing their own hair, then then. I think we'll the, Goldie, the Goldie we're going to get is... Because that Goldie <laughs> that we left with is very similar to how Chelsea looks and dresses yeah. in real life. So I think that'll be cool. Beautiful. Yeah. Oh, also, we didn't. We never talked about um, the the new character that they made uh, after me. It was a... I didn't want to <laughs> broadcast it, but I tried to keep it as quiet as possible. But sure. I'm here now that Cher McQueen... Is based oh, on me. I forgot about her. Um, it's because little known fact. <laughs> she flirted with what's his face? Romeo. Right, she's, Romeo. She's, she's gonna be da- dating Romeo, who I also am dating. Uh, and also, she's named after Cher, who little known fact, Cher and I share a birthday. We are twins. Um, so this is just like a little. You know, sly shout out to me, and I appreciate it. I just want to shout out the Hollyoaks writers for that one. Oh, <laughs> I know her middle name is Corian. It's just like you'll see it when she like flashes her license or something. Oh just I would pre- like to see more of her. She just kind of showed up, and then they she they rushed through her intro. I know she had the worst timing. Oh, really bad. But I think she's really. I really like that. Like. Mercedes, like, she's really cute. She actually kind of reminds me of Victoria Conifal, like, in the face. Yeah. 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 But, like, I like, I love that her and, like, Mercedes, like, they kind of like each other, but they kind of, like, don't trust each other at the same time. Yeah. Because Mercedes is like, this is exactly me when I was a fucking... (laughs) I I hate looking at this. Mm. I think it's a really interesting take. I can't wait to see what she does. And I really like that Romeo is so into her, too. I love, I just love seeing Romeo fall in love. Cause he's so nice to look at, and I just like to imagine the thoughts that are going through his head, and then place myself into the thoughts. It's still too sappy for me. I still want him to go back and start banging Celeste. I know. I hope she can. <laughs> she needs to come back and be like, "Wait a minute! Oh, you're trying to fuck, you know, younger girls now? Oh, no, Mm-mm. need a woman." Mm-mm. It'll be okay. <laughs> he yes, man. She got him so whipped. Oh man, I loved it. <laughs> You know, do we blame him? For fun, though. You know, waiting until he's really serious with Cher and then being like, you know what? I'm bored. That would be good. Yeah. Hey, what are you doing right now? (laughs) (laughs) Yo, I would love that. I would love that. They were just sexy. But I think, I really think that Romeo and Cher could be good. I think this is like, if I really think about it, 
this is a good match for him just because like she's opposite of his person. Him and Lily, it was too much of the same oh my God. whiny teenager. Remind me of that. It was just like <laughs> this shit. I cannot. I cannot quote a poem. Yeah, right. She need he needs someone to be like, okay, like you read too many books. Like shut up. Let me talk. Like that's like that's the kind of girl that he needs. That's why he was so hot with uh um damn, why am I blanking on names now too, Ashley? Uh, um, what's that baby name? The triplet. We just said it. Good lord. But like that's why he was so fun with Celeste because you know she was so assertive and and you know really like knocks him off his game and I love that. Yeah, let's be honest, he has mommy issues, so oh yeah. <laughs> that was part of it too. Yeah, he does. I don't blame him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame him. No. I'm excited to see more share, definitely. Very cool. All right. Anything else then? Ashley? I miss you. Come back. I know. (laughs) We need you. Hollyoaks will be back um, with four episodes a week starting in September. And then we'll get up to five starting next year. So that's already been announced. So kind of like the four real, idea. I'm okay with that because I also think we're gonna still get like some special thing on Friday with a little bit of classic history. Mm. So that's that's okay, and I'm I'm okay with that. Um, I did read that they're not doing any kiss scenes. Uh, interesting. So I wonder how that's gonna work out. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, right. We already don't get enough love scenes. <laughs> don't do not I see some body smacking. Production note. To Hollyoaks, do not. I repeat, <laughs> do not <laughs> get blow up dolls. Do not. Don't bring do dolls, guys. Do not do get a wig and throw it on a uh, stick, a, somebody's a stick. boyfriend like, or a mop or don't do a mop. Oh, don't God. do it. It's we see how it looks. It doesn't look good. We yeah. can tell yeah. <laughs> every time. Don't do it. it. If you need to see like examples, we have plenty of them. Um, it's called the U.S. Soap Opera or comedy show. I don't know. The Bold and Beautiful. Um, it's the U.S. Sitcom Bold and Beautiful. <laughs> it airs five days a week for some reason. We don't know why. And it's just don't do it. We please just just imply it. That's fine. That's you yeah. know what. It's okay. I don't need to see kisses if it means wigs. All right. You will get. Flamed on Twitter by everyone. Yes, <laughs> no, we we we'll be right there. Like I'm sorry, I can't. No, <laughs> don't do it. But since we do have a little bit of a hiatus, something I do want to do at some point before the show comes back is uh, we will be doing a soap countdown episode. Hopefully, counting down the five things we want to see from Hollyoaks when it comes back, and oh, I like the that. listeners list. So we're not, we don't have a scheduled date to record it yet. Thank God. So I can't get yelled at, but I want to record it and I want your guys input, your guys list, your guys thoughts. So send them in and we'll read those on the next episode, which we will record before the episode airs in September. So get in those lists on Twitter at our take media or using the hashtag our take Hollyoaks. You can follow me on Twitter at SoapWikiJohn. You got Corian at NotCorian. Don't forget to tune into his podcast, Soap Boxing with Corian, wherever podcasts are heard. 
and you can follow Ashley and her home renovation escapades. <laughs> give her tips. Give her a GoFundMe. Do a podcast. I don't know because this you girl. Should. You should. You could do like a dramatic, a dramatic reading of your home improvement chronicles. Yeah. Her quarantine chronicles <laughs> are some of the most interesting. <laughs> things i've ever lived listen i i live in home depot (laughs) okay i've been there every weekend or on fat kids deals oh yeah literally every other tweet i see of ashley is oh my god i don't know you can order this many light bulbs yep (laughs) and she also finds like really unique Uh, ways of doing things and then like the problems you might have with it she's already solved like i'm just saying follow (laughs) reckless love with a w yeah, it's a good follow, you y'all. Not be disappointed. <laughs> so, with that said, thank you guys for listening. Until next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. 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 Bye.